Here comes the biggest news ever. Trek Off the Motion Picture is available on Amazon Prime. That's right. The movie version of the podcast you're listening to. An actual movie. A motion picture on Amazon Prime. Available in the United States and the UK. Just go on Amazon and search for Trek Off. The word Trek Off. One word. And you can watch us. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you can you can like rent us or buy us. We're available on DVD on Amazon. But like streaming on Amazon Prime. And listen, please watch because it really helps us out. And share it. Give us good reviews. And share it on your Facebook page stuff, man. I'm just excited. Check out the motion picture. Warning, the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. It's time for Trek Set phasers to love. Welcome to Track Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. And today we will be discussing the Star Wars The Last Jedi trailer that just came out. But Alexia very wisely said that with all the Star Trek stuff going on, um, for once, that we, was like responsible guys. <laughs> yeah, that that we should that we should make you wait to hear what we have to say. <laughs> so if you that we should wait for it. Hold on, because this is big. I feel like this is huge. It's like a watershed moment. Yeah, for, I know for for our show. <laughs> We're going to um, start, wait for it, with Star Trek. <laughs> yes, it's amazing because there's Star Trek to start with. with that. <laughs> um, and so uh, and so we have we have a hard out at an hour today. Um, so I would say uh, we'll leave 20 minutes at the end of the show. So if all you're here for is for that uh, Last Jedi trailer, go ahead and skip to 20 minutes from the end. But Although, you're going to miss. Why would you only be here for that? Like, I know because you're going to you're going to miss a lot, a lot of yeah. good stuff. Um <laughs> So uh, because we're going to start with Star Trek, uh, I'm going to start off not talking about Star Trek uh, in that. I- <laughs> <laughs> well, I just said we were going to start with Star Trek. I know. But you, <laughs> you just but, said that. But, but we didn't we didn't talk I about the other things that I could or couldn't do. Um, uh, I at your at your request have watched uh, episodes uh, three and four of the Orville. Isn't that great? I really like it. I like it a lot. Like I, it's I, great, I know, and then it's okay. Yeah, I know you have like those like problems, like with the you know joke jokes, like the, the clearly the McFarlane joke. Um, but I well, love let's it. talk about what's great. Let's talk about let's talk about what's great. Um, about a girl is spectacular. Isn't it fantastic? It's really good. It's like Star Trek. Like I mean, I was really. It was like. This is like fucking Star Trek. Like I'd already been kind of feeling that way a little bit after the zoo one, but with this one, it was like oh, it's down to, down to you know inexplicably crew members being being involved in a in a major trial for another planet, right? I mean, it's like like, but like, I think that's what I'm saying. Like that's kind of what I'm saying too. Is it like what a friend of mine uh, said? Um, my friend Matt said, um, and actually said it to Mister A, who then related to me was that that because it's um sort of this not a parody but a satire like it it has the ability to sort of do two things at once to like make a commentary but like in a different way than just star trek alone and i think he's i think he's right i think it's absolutely what it what it does and it's really kind of cool because it can because like on the one hand it's sort of pokes fun a little bit at that kind of stuff like because it's so yeah we've seen that before because that's how star trek works but at the same time like it also tackles these like moral uh morally ambiguous like what's the right thing uh to do stuff like star trek does um and i think it's 
for the most part doing it really well like there are okay so for those of you for, for those of you who who like me were ready to give up on the Orville um first of all it's worth continuing I'll say it's worth continuing to see where they go the episode in question is called about a girl and in the episode uh the um the Klingon-ish uh, character um, who is part of an all-male species uh, and his husband, they've been jokingly nursing an egg. Well, the egg has come out and it's been a female, which does not really exist uh, on their planet. So uh, so uh, because of um, the show Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and we'll talk about it, um, uh, they decide the well, so main character... Originally, they were going to... They were... Yeah, they were like yeah, it, oh, was yes. a, it was a It was a routine... Sex change operation. Yeah, it was routine like thing because the they're, should like not, because they're, they're so they're, far they're, from their planet. He goes to the doctor and he's like, you know, because we're so far from home, I, I, I would, tr- I would entrust you to to do this procedure. And she's like, I'm not doing that. And he's like, why? He like he doesn't understand. And then he and then he takes to the captain who likewise uh, doesn't understand. Uh, and, and eventually, what's, what's eventually, cool about it, I have yeah. to say too, is that they. Uh, that they don't understand, but like in a way that that I wouldn't understand. Like Picard is so, uh, and even Kirk in his own way. Like they're so much more diplomatic. And what's kind of cool is you have that a bit. Like it feels more like you like these are people you would talk to today. You know yeah. where like because they're sitting there and they're like in the in the conference room and they're discussing it and like you know the I love his first officer first obvious I love her she's. I've always kind of dug her um, and everything I've seen her on, like Agents of Shield and stuff like that. But and John Wick, um, yeah. But she's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, man. It's, she's like, it's not, it's not like a disease. It's not like he was, you know, it's, 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 being womanhood is not a like a sickness. Like, man, I woke up today and I just I was gonna do something. It's just the I got the tits, you know. Like, <laughs> and it was just it was like funny and kind of crass, but like at the same time, it was like. That's how I feel. Like, really? yeah, that's how we would talk about it if it was yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's how people today would kind of talk about it because we're not all that diplomatic, you know. Well, what I mean? and what I what I like. So, what happens in the episode is they uh, they uh, convince the character. I forget his name. Um, uh, the the one who's the Gordon. main character. Yeah, they can they convince him uh, that it would be wrong to get the uh, the operation. But the mm-hmm. other dad um, who used to be a girl and has had the operation, um, uh, the other the other dad wants that to happen. And so they uh, they have to go to the planet. They do a very Star Trek kind of trial where mm-hmm. for 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 reasons, the first officer of the ship has to go to the planet and argue the point, um, which doesn't make it, which, which when I see it on the Orville, it makes me go back to every time that ever happened that's on Star Trek. That's the greatest, that's what I'm saying, right? It's that other level. Why the fuck like, was wait, Captain Picard the happen? arbiter? Why, why was Captain Picard the arbiter of succession for the Klingon Empire? Right? It's like, it really, because, it's just, it's so because, great. Because he's a neutral party. He's a random, he's, from their point of view, he's a, he's random, a random starship captain. starship captain, exactly. Like, he's not, <laughs> It's so great. I love it. You know what I mean? Because you get to like simultaneously laugh. Like, can you, can you imagine Trek, the, 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 yeah, ima- imagine this, imagine that like the Israelis and the Palestinians were having their big, like, like a big, like, like summit and trying to come to peace and they were having it at the Hilton and they decided to have the general manager of the Hilton. Right? It's kind of like that, isn't it? Like, just, you know what? You should, you should, you should. Uh, it should be like, you because you're neutral. Because you're, because you happen to be Scandinavian. <laughs> I think. Because you happen to be standing here and you're not one of us. <laughs> Ergo, 
It's ergo so should be you. It yeah, absolutely. ergo should be you. <laughs> shouldn't be you. You know, shouldn't hold off the operation for you know two more days to get I don't know a lawyer. <laughs> stop, stop. Like, like it's, you know, it's not like it's not. It's, it's not, not like, like they can't. It has to, to happen tomorrow. This moment, yeah. It's not they, like they, it's critical because it's actually not a life-threatening disease. Yeah, right? like, and, and, and they say, well, did, if it's months later, it's a problem. Okay, but you know, a day or a two, day or so two, that maybe you know, a week at that a outside, legal expert. Right? But no, 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 no. First she's officer, she's first officer of she like knows. the most okayest ship in the fleet. I know, right? Like at least on on actual Star Trek, I guess. Like to some extent, you could be like it's the flagship, but it's uh, the flagship, right? Exactly. But even that, you realize, is, no, it's not. <laughs> no, um, but yet, like I said, so you get to have the the part where we can laugh at our Star Trek stuff, right? But at the same time, like they, she makes like really compelling arguments. Um, and it winds up being a very Star Trekian like reveal that like one of their greatest authors is a woman that had been like sequestered up in the mountains or whatever, which is kind of not the way I thought they were going with that, actually. Like, I thought when he scanned for something, I thought what he was going to do because because they had found out Bordas had found out that his husband uh, had been born a woman. I thought they were going to sort like of find out that half the population that, like, half the planet had. Yeah, had that would have been better. I think that would have been more. I do too. I think it would have been a. Well, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I think what they did was also really cool. Maybe both of those. Maybe I don't know. Maybe two. Maybe doing both is a bit of overkill. Um, but, but I, but I dug it regardless. Like I really, I liked the message. Obviously. Well, and um, you know what I think they did well because they weren't overly heavy-handed. They actually made a pretty good case for the sex change operation too. They did. Um, yeah. So that you like clearly we're meant to side against it, but it's it you can kind of understand it. Like yeah, at the same like you time can when kind you kind of understand the the parent being like I don't want life to be harder for my child. Like what parent wants that? Right? Yeah. Like that is something I think we can all kind of relate to. Um but at the same time it's like yeah, but do you but do you want to rob your child of uh, being who they're meant to be, you know, giving them that option or giving them the choice? Um, so it's just it was it's it it shows that something like that there's a, a a it's there's a complexity there that sometimes we oversimplify. And I thought because well, yeah, it wasn't and- just speaking about gender issues, but I think it was speaking about uh, transgenderism, and I think it was speaking about. Homosexuality, uh, uh, homosexuality and yeah, yeah like a, a, a multitude of things in this one episode um, with this one circumstance because that was really great because the question becomes now I don't want to get you know bogged down in one of our more philosophical uh, episodes because we do have the last Jedi to talk about but um, but um, the question <laughs> becomes the question becomes if uh, it's sort of Star Trek Star Trekky question if you had a if you had a baby and and let's say let's say they were able to genetically find that uh that transgendered you know the the tra- being transgendered was something that you were actually born with that they go cuz that's you know that that's the debate right yeah i was i i was always meant to be a woman but i have a man's body you know 
um, right. versus psychologically something happened to me at some point, which made me want to be a woman, but I have a man's body. That's, that's the argument. That's it's the A versus B argument that you have there. And I'm so I'm oversimplifying, but we don't again Obviously. don't have longer than an hour. Um, but let's say they did find it was genetic, and you had a baby, and and you had a boy baby, and they said, you know, they have the genetic markers that would make them uh, have all the characteristics of a woman, but they were born male um and they're going to absolutely feel bad in their own skin um until such time that they can have an operation to get that fixed um but we can have them take a pill right now um and if they take that pill for the next six months then that genetic marker goes away and they will never have that desire to be a woman so then you have a real question because you know you know transgendered people humans um have a difficult go of it um, yeah. it's a, di- it's a, it's even, even without the social stigma, you know, they have that period of time where they, where they have to be like, you know, what am I, am I sure? Is this what I want? You know, how do I fit in with yeah. it? Like all of that. And, you know, it's, and that even goes down to things like, you know, like ADD, ADHD, you know, we give, uh, we give pills to treat the symptoms of ADD and ADHD. Yeah, but what and, if we had a kid OCD. through gene therapy or something? Yeah, like I could, but could. but if it we goes could, to like Gattaca, you know, like but yeah. that's that's the slippery slope. If right? we could, as an infant, you know, administer a medication that would take, you know, that that ADD nature and take it away. You know, and then the person doesn't have to be on the pill and maybe get the side effects of the ticks and stuff, or alternatively not be on the pill and have you know much higher incidence of, of yeah, and struggle and much higher incidence of depression and 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 alcoholism and all that stuff that goes along with uh, untreated ADD and ADHD. Like, but that is you know a fundamental personality shift that you're yeah that you're putting in whereas you know you give somebody ritalin by the end of the day the ritalin wears off and they're kind of you know it's like drinking coffee yeah and they could and if they weren't taking it you know what i mean like and the ritalin is more of a stabilizer or a or yeah a, a helper like a tool to help you deal with your internal shit right it's not really whereas who you are right yeah but i think there would be certain certainly a number of people who you know and 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 they beg this question you know if you let's say let's say you had someone who's severely adhd and then they get to be 16 and they find out you know you you had this treatment available to you and i would have never had to deal with any of this and it would have been easy and i could have had, I could have had a happy normal life and you didn't let me you know that's like and i think that the 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 episode hits both sides of the issue goes you know what yeah i think it's a very yeah because you have because and that's what i think was um important about his husband having had the operation and knowing uh like how the how he felt about finding that out you know i think that's and i think that's what took the episode you know what i mean like that's that's, what took the episode from being pretty good to really good was to have the the person on the other side going i had this and it's really good that i had this and i'm not backing down off of this it yeah. would have been bad for my parents not to do this yes yeah, so and i'm not backing down me. off of that yeah like and I, I have to do what's right for our child and yeah i that's what's the right thing to do and i think that she like even when they're in the trial i think the um i love the arguments and you'll notice she sort of there's like this list of uh, the re- the things that the you sort of the prosecution I suppose uh, brings up as to why it should be done, and and it's like physical, um, 
I don't remember what the second one, but the third one was social. And what's interesting is she, oh, um, they're less intelligent, right? So basically saying women are not as physically, uh, their men are physically superior and mentally superior and socially superior. And when she does the arguments, she fights the first two because those are legitimate bullshit to say that, you know, men are mentally superior based on what? Like some men are mentally superior to some other men and some women are mentally superior to some men and some other women. And like, that's not a valid fucking argument. And the same goes uh, for physical strength, right? Like, because everybody is unique. It's not the same profile. It's not like we're saying you're going to be like this. And you know, I actually had comparison. I actually then, had an issue with that. I actually felt like the I feel like everything I just said good about the episode, the episode pulled back on and then spoon fed you at the end. They said, yeah, but you know what? What they're really saying is that women is bad and we can't say that women is bad. And by the way, here's the woman. The woman has been in charge of all the good things. And so can't you see that? Can't you now see the error of your way? charge of all the good things? That's not but, true. But, but you get you get what, what I'm saying. saying what they, is, what what she, they do what at the end is. What she does and what I what I think is interesting because this is a tr- I feel like this is a truism, right? Is she's attacking the first two things because those are those are fallacy. They're not true. And they're not like these these truisms. They're they're things that men and people who have been like it's a social like she didn't attack the social because she couldn't because socially the child would suffer because of their society. Right? Because their society seems to believe that women are less and that's problematic but she can't debate that point because it's obviously true and what they're saying at the end is not that this woman is better than man they're saying that she had just as like not she wasn't like it's not like she wrote their laws or like formed their entire society or anything she was a very well respected and influential and important author Right. So simply the argument simply was that your position. She wasn't like Stephen King. She was more like, you know, mini Jesus. I mean, they're no, she was not like that's I think you are. Oh, at least. All right. So I I, I will say this with a religion. That's the that's the. Okay, fine. But she's like Shakespeare. I just feel like that that the the episode was just that she that that there's that she's has value as a woman there. She's she can contribute. It's not like being a woman makes you not able to be a worthwhile part of, of society. I think, and that's and that's exactly the what they did. You're right. That's what they did. The problem that I had, I guess, is that I enjoyed the um, I enjoyed the ambiguity that they had. The the there is no right or wrong um, up to this point, and one is maybe more right, but they're both. And then at the end, I well, feel th- like I think they, that's I think that's preserved. That's what I'm saying because because the reality is right that that woman. Like, lived in a fucking mountain by herself her entire life. Now, she was happy. You know what I mean? She wasn't miserable, and she wrote, and she contributed to society, and she felt good about herself. But, like, I think it would be ridiculous to believe that somehow that would just, like, change their entire societal structure in one fell swoop. And obviously it didn't, because they ultimately choose on to support... Um, not Bordis, and the child is is changed into a male, because yeah. but that's the thing, right? Like I and I don't, I don't know that that's I don't think it's debatable that men are better than women. 
That's not fucking debatable. They are no, not I, I, which superior is, which to is women, why, which but is why, debatably, it is easier for them in society, particularly a patriarchal society. Well, that and that's my is problem true, is while you can't right? debate, you can't debate whether or not men are better than women. So I don't know why they brought that up because then it becomes a straw man argument. You go then, no, then because all, they're trying to prove they're trying to show that what you believe societally, what you have formed the, your society basis on is a fallacy to begin with. Like, and that is the only way they will ever, because what I hope, what would be really interesting if the show gets to go on is to see how that does ripple um, through their society, because they feel like while maybe it's not changing everybody's mind in one fell swoop, it's got to do something. Like, it's got to start some kind of ball rolling. It's got to have some effect on their society. That revelation uh, can't simply disappear. Well, let's talk really brief. Let's talk really briefly about the next episode of the Orville, which was not as good. Um, it was fine, but it wasn't about a girl was really spectacular. Um, yeah. In the next episode, they essentially find a civilization that doesn't know they're on a ship. Um, uh, I found that the jokes were more tiresome in that one. Again, first of all, about the one before the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Absolutely. What? um how I want them to use pop culture and the fact that that he was watching the musical in the next episode. Again, it's enough within our purview that, that we are familiar with the pieces of pop culture that they're showing. But he, what he didn't do is sit down and, you know, watch keeping up with Kardashians, you know, that he didn't do that. I I wondered how he would feel. I was, when I saw the Rudolph thing, I was like, wonder how he'll feel about this. Cause this particular iteration that they show of this Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer is old. Like even yeah, for us, it's like old. I saw it as a kid, and it was old then. Yeah, so but like, but here's the thing: but it's old for us, but it's not that old. It's still within true. you know our, our parents' lifetime, and this is hundreds and hundreds of years from now. Agreed. And, but and here, my, but here's what it is. More importantly, is that Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer is like a that's whether you've seen that movie or whatever, like you know the story. We all know the song, and that's yeah, you that's, that's been my thing. Do you know that's what I mean? That thing. will persist. I I did not I. I do not expect that Kermit's going to make it three, 300 years from now. Um, I do not expect that keeping up the Kardashians are going to make it 300 years from now. Um, I expect I that Rudolph, I expect that Rudolph will be around because here it is. This it's one a traditional tw- Christmas, song, this man. one 20 minute special that stuck around for 60 years. It stuck around and stood the test of time constantly. It's constantly mm-hmm. out there. It's constantly available. Whereas the Muppets, you know, have largely struggled to survive a lot of the time. They've constantly trying I mean, to like reinvent and reinvent. And, and I, will say, to I agree. There. It's not, it's not the same because it's, they're not as perennial as as well. Yeah, because Rudolph, like I said, it's it's a it's a song, and, and like even without the movie of it or whatever, like the idea is a pervasive one, uh, and I think that will remain. And I, and what I loved about it too was that when he's try- when people are trying to talk him through why they should keep their daughter a daughter, um, that doesn't work. It doesn't get through, but they have him watch Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. And all of a sudden he gets it. And I feel like I love that because that's the Because it's all at once media. funny and silly and doing what the Orville's supposed to do, but also is poignant and meaningful and it works. I will yes. say that Star Trek Discovery also did that well this week because and we'll get to that in a second, but yes. did that well this week when uh they they listed off important scientists. Yeah. And they and they said like what? Uh, Aristotle, Elon Musk, uh Elon Musk mm-hmm. and and uh Zephram Cochran. Elon yep. Musk was part of a list of people. 
It was it wasn't like like here, let's watch this hologram of Elon Musk. You know, Agreed. it was just like when you're listing people, you know, if you have 20 that you can choose from, yes, Elon Musk is among the 20 that you can choose from, and we've chosen these three to list. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel yeah, like they that, so, yeah, they picked something that was like the f- foundationary. They picked something that was co- sort of contemporary that we'd all recognize ha- as being a uh, um, a front thinker right now. And then they picked uh, one that they have made up for the future. Yeah. Like it's a um, perfect balance. You know yeah. And I, mean? I felt like that worked. I felt like that worked really well. Um, Absolutely. Um, I would say that the the next episode of the Orville was not as good as the one before. Um, and I feel like the 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 jokes were, again, distracting thing. The dick joke thing was kind of distracting. Um it was fine. It was, in my opinion, the second best episode of the Orville. But about a girl mm-hmm. was so strong, yes. was so strong that I that I felt like it was a step back. I'm not going to stop I watching. Say, and I will say on the fourth one, like the the and I, and I I'm clear on what he's doing, uh, but it's getting tiresome. Uh, the open this jar of pickles thing is getting old. Yeah, that I that really bothered me because because like, I I'm clear that it's like this. The captain catchphrase thing, like make it so. So, so whatever. here's the, the here. But the here's reason the thing. those work is because they're short. Here's the thing. This Engage. is why. This is what so. I paused like, it at that point, and 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 I said to Mrs. J, I said, "Hey, listen. You know what should happen here? He should say, hey, can you open this jar of pickles from me?' And she should confidently go up to it, and it doesn't work. And then the robot turns around and goes, "Have you tried pushing this button?" And then it opens. See, what you've done there is you've taken the moment from before and you've inverted it. And that's the moment. But instead, he just kind of said it catchphrasy, you know. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. Did like, I do time, that? You know, it's just like it's very that's what catchphrase. I'm, like, I, I love the, that's what I'm, like, the, the commentary of it being a catchphrase. I get that because that's a clear, like I said, make it so engage. Make but it like, so, make it so. But I think that that if you're going to like the reason those catchphrases work, like and I get that you're making fun of them, which is why it was funny um, like twice. But it's it's so long that like at this point, it's a it's a funny of diminishing returns. Like you already made the commentary on the catchphrase and like by by persisting. Now it's just this like long winded catchphrase. (laughs) Like just stop. So, yeah, or just say or just maybe now just say pickles. It was fine. You know, like, you know, it know. was it was it was fine. It was very Star Trekky, but it was it was like it was very Star Trek. Yeah, but, but 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 was more but it was, was more it was like cool. a, it was it was it was it was kind of more Kirk. Right? It was, but it was like, but it was sort of a middle of the road Star Trek. Like opened the thing yeah. and showed them the stars. Yeah. Right. Like and that's Liam Neeson is there, which he didn't need to be. But um, I want to make sure awesome. that we say I want to make sure that we save time for some discovery because there is some discovery to talk about. Um. Uh, Definitely some discovery uh, to talk about. In the most Star Trekky discovery that we've had up to up to date, I think. Um, I feel like I feel like the episode discovery that we had, um, uh, the the most recent episode, um, really is now getting into the sort of Star Trek debate that they have because they've got this animal and well, they use and you have this. I feel like you have this this juxtaposition of like w- that we haven't kind of seen before. Um, and I'm I'm kind of unsure how to feel about it of like science versus military. Well, like and here's here, here's the thing that's I, kind of new to Star Trek. I feel we had we had a we had a um, an issue 
with uh with it being such a military show and the only way that i was ever going to be totally okay with it being such a military show is specifically is if the other characters in the show also had a problem with it being such a military show and clearly yes, they, do. they do yeah they they they, they do and i will not say like this too as well like some, i don't know if i mentioned this last time but it occurred to me uh it, it hit me with the last episode and persisted with this one this is the most like graphically violent Star Trek we have ever seen, with the exception the of of, of Nemesis. Nemesis is no. also really yeah. Nemesis is pretty we fucking. We have gruesome. never seen anything as gruesome as people turned inside out like that. We may have heard about things, and like, but I'm talking like we're seeing blood and bone and people. Well, that was it. That was in episode three. That was in the. Um, the- I, I I'm that's what I'm saying. And then yeah. in this episode, you know, it, it somebody gets ripped apart. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm like. It's I've I'm used to seeing people get fucked up on Star Trek, but this is definitely the most graphically we've ever seen people get fucked up on. Star Trek. I think there are moments in first contact. I mean, I think there are, you know, I would say that it's turned out and graphic as that was. It wasn't as chilling as watching the Borg nanoprobes go in through the people's veins. Um, yeah, I mean, or, those, but that's different. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking. Or watching, or watching gore. Shinzon impale himself and pull himself, you know, through the thing like he's one of the orcs from Lord of the Rings. Right, yeah. but that's those are those are that, that's more about the because I mean I, I'm not. But you're talking gore. You're talking. Uh, yeah, I'm gore. talking specifically about gore, and that yeah. I, and and that I believe has to do with uh, the freedom of not being on broadcast television. Sure. Um. That we're seeing because like uh, like we've just we've not seen this level of gore on the sh- on shows before and it was it was tough to see um, and it's been it's it's something that I think will persist uh, and I think it's part of the whole uh, this it's adding to the darkness of this era uh, for Starfleet because you like you said you've got the scientists that want to be doing the sciency things and then you've got people like Lorca who want to use it to win the war. And it's weird because you're like, you get it, right? Because, of course, you don't want them to lose the war and, like, die, right? But at the same time, um, that's not a very Star Trekian philosophy. Well, and, you know, here's here's the thing that, that they did well on the new episode. Because, yes, it is, it is absolutely... Let, can we both come down on the side that we are meant to and we should feel that what they're doing to this creature in order to jump the ship... It's fucked up. It, it should really bother us. It should. It and yeah, it absolutely bothered me. I'm like, there's no other way we could communicate with this creature. Yeah. And yet, here, here, and yet, here we are in a situation where we figured out the creature might be the thing that's super helpful to do this, and we're playing audio recordings of kids dying. And there are kids dying right now. Yeah. And and if we don't get there. Right now, the attack is happening right now. That's why they called us because we're the only one who could possibly get there because of this creature. This creature is the reason we can get there. That's why they called us. Kids are dying. So but that's the thing. They don't know that at that point, even though they do know they played the audio. They, the ca- the, the no, captain, no, the captain that. plays it because they fucked up. The captain plays the audio. Right. But the captain not knows because it. they're debating whether or not to use the creature. That's not up for debate. Like, well, I don't he, think it's up for debate, but I think. It. No, he, it's it's clear. It is, and that's why it's like, ah, you kind of don't know how to feel about Lorca, because that's like a fucked up thing to do, like, but it's basically, and this is something, again, that we've never seen in Star Trek, I feel. 
They ba- they essentially they're trying to make these jumps. They don't make it, right? They get out early and they almost fucking get eaten by a sun. And he dresses the fucking whole ship down for it. Like, he is not nice about it. He's not yeah. like, okay, guys, we need to do better. People are counting on us. It's not like that. He's like, I mean, he doesn't say in these exact words, but he might as well have. You guys fucked up and it won't be tolerated. And this yeah. is why. And then he plays, You fucked up and kids are dead. Great job. Good job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, this is what you did. Your fuck up is why this is happening. And then plays that. Like, just the effect of that is like, dude, damn. Yeah. Like, cause they, cause you don't think they felt bad enough. Do you think anybody was like, cool, the jump didn't work out? Like, no. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that, that that's why I don't, I don't believe it centered around the creature because when we, or at that point, she hasn't figured it out yet. What I think, how did you feel about, I guess, spoilers about the death? Because I, w- I was like, ooh, I bet Justin loved it. I bet he loved it. You and know I what? I liked here's, your character and it was I, sad to see her Here's though. the thing. I've always said that I want there to be consequence and yeah. that I want there to be, I didn't like it. Um, really? I didn't feel the consequence. She felt, it, I felt like she had it coming. I'll tell you that. that well, was, here, it's, it's more I didn't that. want her to die though because I dug her. But it here's was like, here's the thing. She died. It happened fast. There was no focus on it. It didn't seem to hurt or bother anybody. Like, I think it, that's the point, though, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, there was so much bigger shit going on that sure. we don't have time. I think that's and that's to me, it made it more awful. Right. Because at least when somebody dies and we can mourn them and it's like we can make a big deal about it. Yeah. But um, at the end, here's the thing. There, there, there are ways to do that. Like, for instance, when when spoiler alert, when Wash dies in in Serenity, there's a lot of other shit going on. There's a lot of other shit and going on at that, the same they, time. Not even after that. We are. They take a we, moment. You're right. We are. We are, the camera looks at people's faces and and we get to feel it with them as everyone's like shocked. Like, wait, what? What happened? What? No, no. We got to keep going. Like that's it's you know, you're you are made to feel for that death when when when. Uh, and I don't want to go through every character death because I'm sure people out there are watching certain things. Um, but I think that that well, yeah, I think that there's something about there that wasn't a too. there wasn't a sense of loss or shock or consequence to her death. I don't. I'm not just bloodthirsty. I don't just like. Death. No, I know, but I felt like I felt like it was a statement in, because of that. Like, because Lorca saw it. You know what I mean? And and like, it didn't. Seem to affect him all that much. Yeah, but that, here's the and thing. That's fucked that we, up. Yeah, you know but I mean? we didn't get a sense that that was fucked up. If if someone I was did. like, but I I we did because but we don't get a sense from the other characters that it's fucked up. Like when like again from Serenity spoilers for Serenity when Mal is like, hey, string up the bodies. That's fucked up. Why do we know that's fucked up? Because Kaylee's like, these are her friends. Like like we have someone to say, hey, this is fucked up. And I feel like. Her death you ends feel up like being. We need to have someone on screen saying it's here, fucked up. Here's no, it's I, fucked not up. necessarily saying it's fucked up, but I think that you've taken our least consequential of the main characters on the ship, the one that we know the least about. You've killed her quickly. You've had nobody react in any way to her death. I disagree. At all. Michael totally reacted to her death. I I completely disagree with you. See, I just I didn't feel she wasn't just like oh that's too bad. Do you know who should have? Like, that's know not who, what happened. You, do you know? know who should have fallen apart and then had to pull herself back together is Tilly. Tilly can absolutely be our avatar 
for the she shock. She because she, she, I feel like she is in general because she certainly. Yeah. She could have, she could have been because she's the one who would experience the shock and the awe of this happening. She's yeah, the one she who'd wasn't be, there. And why would she? Yeah. Be? But, but it's someone that she knows that is dead now. And, and, and who knows? I, maybe we'll see some of that in the next episode. Yeah, like, maybe. I did notice I, in this one because I had been wondering as the show. It didn't. Started, I mean, it didn't kill the episode for me. It was. It didn't yeah, hurt the episode no, that much. But, but, but when you asked me if I liked it, do, right. when you asked me if I liked it, you know, I I don't just like the the characters you don't who just die. Like death. I like I like them I like them. But the does mo- it make you feel like anybody could go or no? You felt it like does make me feel like that. Witch. But did you ever watch Terminator: The Sarah Connor Chronicles? Yes. All right. There is a character death near the end of the series, uh, a main character death that happens so fast that you almost can't tell that it happened when it happens. It's just like boom, headshot, characters dead, down, no fanfare at all. But it's so shocking and and fast and then the characters regroup at the end of that episode and they're like where's no i think no no like there's there's not ever a moment of no like this wasn't a person this wasn't a human being that anybody cared about this was no one's best friend this was no one's mentor no one's commander and yeah, no one didn't get it we didn't get a chance to know her well enough for but for someone on, but someone on that, that someone on that ship would have and i felt like for that death to be consequential we needed that but i don't think that it being inconsequential ruins the episode i actually really like the klingon stuff on it um uh, yeah i was wondering because that's what i was gonna say there's more klingon stuff in this episode and i've been wondering how they're gonna do that because there really wasn't in the last episode there were like there was like no klingon stuff you know, I um, feel like, like are they going to like kind of go back and forth? Is it going to be kind of like we're on Discovery? We're mainly with the Klingons. Um, the Klingon stuff was so, so the so the like albino the albino Klingon. His name is Evoke, and of all the right. stories that I'm into, I'm in to his story. I gotta um, tell you though, the makeup is still really distracting to me. Um, I it, see it that just, it just is like because it's it's. His mouth, like I can tell, like I can see this man trying to talk and act through a mask. And you know, I've I've wondered hard. up to this point, and you know, I wondered all the way back when they put poor Avery Brooks in Cleon teeth. Um, you know, this is television. This isn't theater. It is mm-hmm. absolutely within your capability to go back and re-record the lines. And 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 make it work. I mean, this is a th- these shows are spending eight million dollars an episode. You sure. really can. And they're also doing this, uh, and I and and this is likewise distracting for me. There's like some kind of an effect that they're so putting the, on the, the voice yeah. that makes them like okay. And the way they're pronouncing the Klingon words is a little too. Ugh, duck, 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 I was, yeah, duck. I was gonna say like the fucking Klingon is is foreign enough, my friends. Like it is a very foreign sounding noises coming out of your sure. alien mouth yeah. you don't need to add some like strange uh i don't know computer modulation of some modulation kind. yeah thing on it because no, all I'm it does is distract me man and like i said like the i i was it was easier for me to watch the female character and i feel like it's because like they haven't done as much with this like like crazy big lip things or like her mask is is I feel like there is less prosthetic happening for her than for him. And it makes it easier for me to watch her because I'm not, I don't see her struggling 
through what is clearly this mask. It's it's less off putting. And it's just it's hard when you're constantly being reminded. And and the reason it bothers me, like, cause you know, I love Tios is my favorite. But that was the motherfucking 60s. Like, I'll get past it because I can forgive them because it was the motherfucking 60s. Like, there is no excuse for us to have it this way today other than you really wanted to make an impression about look how, look how crazy different, look at the Klingons, look what we've done or whatever. It's like your own fucking ego has gotten in the way of the storytelling and that that bothers me. And now I have to, like, deal with that anytime I'm trying to focus on what is, I believe... A incredibly compelling story and I'm constantly being thrown out of it because of your ego like I'm glad I'm glad that you find it compelling though I, I, I will say this as much as as much as as the Orville has has pulled me in despite my crossed arms I hope just as much discovery has done for you that they that they're starting not, to do enough right that you're like okay I can live with the shit that, that I don't like because the stuff I do like is absolutely more. I feel that way and I and I I have to say like at, at a bare minimum like I I I gotta tip my hat my biggest fear uh, if you will recall was that they were gonna like police proceduralify my Star Trek and they absolutely haven't done that and I'm and I'm I'm so happy. That, that 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 I was wrong about that. That I was worried about that needlessly. Because so speaking, it's absolutely Star Trek. Speaking of a thing that you don't like, is I want to make sure that we are only five minutes away from you watching the uh, Last Jedi trailer and us giving a little commentary on it. But um, uh, we have um, a listener named Sean Scott uh, listening to us all the way from, uh, I think, from South Africa. Um, wow. who's awesome. uh, Who's been in touch with me a little bit. Um, and we've been talking back and forth. We've actually been talking back and forth for like a year now, but we've uh, talked a little bit this week. And this is what he said. He goes, uh, just my thought on uh, Sarek and Michael. He said, my grandparents took an award when my dad and uncles lived with them. I only found out when I was an adult and met him at my grandfather's funeral. They never spoke about him. Also, Michael might have been one of many human children that they looked after. If I'm correct, they have not said she was an orphan. So it may have been an experiment, too. I don't know how much I agree with that part. But then he says this. Spock would have not cared that much about uh, about it due to the logical side of him. Um, I. The idea that maybe they had many wards, the idea that, that this guy goes, look, I had family that had had wards and I didn't even know about it. And I'm human and family and, and humans talk about and reminisce about shit. Vulcans don't. Vulcans only bring shit up if it's necessary to bring shit up. Um, so true, but I feel like because of his, there have been many times he's tried to understand or relate to his, you know, humans like Kirk and McCoy, that if he grew up around humans, um, I feel like that would be something he'd pull from. Maybe, but I, I never, especially I, in the case of Michael, who. When we first see her, right, when she's first delivered from the Vulcans, she's pretty Vulcan-like. So, yeah, so, like, here's, that here's what I would say about that. Example, I would think. You know what I mean? I would absolutely agree with uh, with with you, Sean, um, about what you're saying. that that Because Spock never, ever was trying to make Kirk and McCoy understand him. He was always trying to understand them, yeah. but he he was never really going out of his way to yeah, have he's them. He's not a big I, sharer. I, I mean, let, let, let's be clear. <laughs> Kirk didn't know what the fuck the pond far was. Yeah, until like the, until the, it the, yeah, until it happened. Vulcans don't talk about that's that. that's pretty fucking huge. 
Like it's yeah. a major thing that happens to all Vulcans every seven years. And Vulcans have been part of the Federation for a hundred years. And yet and, and Vulcans are so it. fucking tight lipped about it that yeah. Kirk had no idea even what the fuck was going on. Spock never offered offered himself to them he was always trying to understand them and they offered themselves to him i would say that all of that sean i would agree with you 100 percent, and i would say that can be the argument that we can have about that that can end the seric thing and it makes total sense except she's the famous michael burnham who started the cleon war yeah and that's not nothing you know it'd be one thing yeah. it'd be yeah, one she thing was just some random human like rando human yeah i might be more uh, i might be better able to buy that but like she's so famous that like when when tilly hears michael burnham well there's only one michael burnham that i know of and she's the one who started the klingon war no it's not michael burnham it's just michael she's like oh that's an odd that's an odd yeah a girl the only girl i know of named michael is the one that started the you know, it's like, oh, and, and if this is supposed like, to be she ten even years, have her last name, yeah. If this like, is supposed to be ten years before so Kirk close. and Spock, that's the one problem. would imagine that that, and this is again prime timeline. Kirk mm-hmm. is, you know, would know who that is. That's my, and that's my beef, right? Let me be clear, Sean. That's my beef. Like, it's not if there was more time between this series, um, if it was much uh, further in the past than it, it is currently. It, like 10 years is like i mean having being i can remember 10 years ago pretty well right now right so they're probably around our age on the the original series and we're meant to believe that they can't really recall who started the klingon war 10 years ago like that that's not a point well and uh, we know from the jj movies and we know from the jj movies from the beginning of the jj movies before the timeline gets disrupted that that uh george kirk was on was a first officer in a fed so this is a this is a kid who grew up kirk grew up with a dad in starfleet yep so so the history of the klingon war like the history of the klingon war would be taught in schools yeah so that's the problem that's the problem it was i might buy it if it was a longer period of time ago I mean, I can tell my kids can and tell you who Osama my, my kids can tell you who Osama bin Laden is. And and they were born they they were born, you know, five years after, you know, 9-11 like yeah. that's they can tell like like this is they know like, who that is. Kirk would have learned this in school. And Sarek was, you know, to say, yes, the one who started the war with the Federation is the daughter of the current ambassador to the Federation, Ambassador Sarek. And then when he met Spock, Spock, oh, wait, yeah, that's, you know, like I think that that's the yeah, one problem. Is she's the, the it, if they're going to establish her as being so famous, then she would have been talked about. All yeah. right, all right. This is the time we've all been waiting for. Um, oh, uh, uh, this so the this is all the right. time. So uh, I am going to pull up on uh, my phone so I can watch at the same time. But I'm going to watch without uh, audio. If you could turn your audio on your phone all the way up, um, it is all the way up. But it's uh, I don't know if it'll hit the right. mic, but. Yeah, hold on one second. Play. I will tell you. I will tell you when to start, uh, ladies and gentlemen. You can, um, you can, you can. Uh, you can watch along at home. <laughs> watch along at home, and we're gonna be watching the last Star Wars: The Last Jedi trailer starting. Ready? One, two, three, go. And hold it close to the mic so we can hear it too.
me has always been there. But now it's awake. And I need help. I've seen this raw strength only once before. It didn't scare me enough then. It does now. Oh, come on! Okay, that's a much better trailer. That's a good trailer. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good... much better trailer. There's so much to unpack here. First of all, I want to shut down anyone who says, oh, they're just doing Empire Strikes Back again. There's so much in this trailer that I've never seen in Star Wars before. And I'm going to list the things in this trailer that I've never seen in Star Wars before. One, she's going to Kylo Ren for help. That's not in The Empire Strikes Back. No. Two, two, Finn is facing off against Phasma and it looks like he gets captured by the Empire and there's some sort of like showdown with him and Phasma about his past and betraying the Empire. I've never seen that before. Three, she wants to tr she wants to train and Luke is openly hostile toward her and toward the idea. I didn't see that in The Empire Strikes Back. Um yeah. uh four, it looks like Yeah, Yoda, I will admit Yoda was reluctant. But it was like For like a, a minute. He was but, like he was but, like but even still, regardless the the tenor of the reluctance is what matters, right? Like his was a weary reluctance. You're too old. And it was kind of cute at times. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, nope, you're too old. You're too old. Like, Luke is, Luke like, is horrified. Yeah, Luke is clearly horrified. Like, I didn't, I didn't take this seriously enough the last time. Yeah. And the shit that you Kylo know? Ren's going, this looks like it's Kylo Ren's movie, which is great. Because I think that Adam Driver gave an amazing performance in the first one. Yes, he was impetuous. Yes, he was not the, the you know, hardcore Dark Lord of the Sith we were expecting, but what he did was so interesting. It looks like, is there a chance that this is, that she goes bad and he goes good or that the two of them go rogue together against both sides because both sides have disappointed both of them? I don't, there's so I much. I know, I'm curious. Like, and I'm, I wonder how much is manipulation of the shots. How much yeah, sure. Be, and and if there I mean? are shots, it just won't even make it to the movie. Yeah, like, because that, that, particularly that exchange at the end there when she's like, I just need to understand my place and all this. And then he, like, puts his hand out to her. It's like, there's a way to cut that so that it yeah. looks like the way it's presented in the trailer. But there's a way that it doesn't, that it doesn't mean that. 
Yeah, absolutely. Very, very easily doesn't mean that in the context of the film. I wonder. So we have. But to be clear, like they're thematically um, the journey she's going on, um, the journey he's going on. uh, I'm interested in it. Like it's it's definitely like now you've given me a reason to be. Oh, I want to see what happens. Like the other trailer was just like random Shots. images yeah. you know and what you know I mean? what and, and i'll say this some people are doing backlash against the cute little porgs i like the porg i'm sorry is this the like, little cute thing on the ship yeah. that was like ridiculously cute yeah I mean, why we gotta hate on cute things like what is I know. that about like, like i think the ewoks been... burned us a little i think the I mean, ewoks yeah, burned us a little they've never been cute things before yeah like, here's and here's what on. i want to say i want to say you know yeah Sure, there's going to be a cute thing in here, but you all thought you were going to hate BB-8. You were sure of it. The little rolling droid, yeah, and he was the best fucking part of the movie. He's adorable, just like R2 you know, was. Like, I just, I just, here's the, I don't, I personally. It doesn't look I like mean, this movie's not going to be dark enough for you, because guess what? Uh, yeah, like I was going to say, is that really, because I, I didn't get the feeling that it was like some fluffy movie, just because there were a couple of cute yeah. features like that, and the cool, like, white snow foxy things. Yeah. Uh, those things were cute, too. Um, I, 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 I still am like, why is, uh, why is Finn, uh, fighting with a lightsaber? He's not fighting with lightsaber. He doesn't have a yes. lightsaber. He's fighting with, he fights Phasma with a lightsaber. What no, he, about? no, no. She's he got a staff. She's got a staff and he's got like a, uh, believe yes, me, I watched got a staff, but he's, got I've watched the, I've watched the trailer a bunch of times. He's got a, he's got like, um, you know, that thing that the stormtroopers had that they used to fight against the lightsabers in the, mm-hmm. in the, the, That's the, the that thing looked like to me, man. It looked like a blue lightsaber. Yeah. No, That's it's, if I you thought. look at it again, he's got one of those. It's a, it's like this mechanical thing that has like, like electricity, like, like buzzing around it. It's more like, it's more like what, uh, general Grievous's droids use to fight against the Jedi. Well, I in- guess I will, I will probably watch it again. Um, on my television, and perhaps I will see what you mean. But what I just saw looked like Finn fighting with a fucking lightsaber, and that doesn't make any sense to me. It's not a lightsaber. It's I mean, so, trust me, I've watched it a okay. bunch. I, mean, I don't know, man. You you say things with authority sometimes, like the girl who was playing Wonder Woman was Greek, and it was and this like just like not. Did I say it. that? Yeah, yeah, you did, like definitively. And I, I because you normally know the things because you're on the internet and stuff. I just trust you to the point. Where I got like a huge like I I was made very stupid in a GameStop because of you. Like, oh well, I reiterated. That's the one place I wouldn't it. want to embarrass you. I'm just saying, like because <laughs> I just because I blindly had faith and trust in your knowledge base. So I'm um, a little less trusting these days about what you believe, the, Justin. The, okay? the shots of him <laughs> being about to destroy Leia's ship. One of that, two things are oof. one of two things are happening. One. Those are intercut differently. He's about Potential. to destroy something else, mm-hmm. and then they're cutting it with shots it. of Leia. Yeah. Um. Or because that's huge spoiler. If if that's what they're doing, or what they're doing is they are showing us the spoiler to prep us for it. To go, right. you know what? Like like when you're in the movie, when you're in the movie, if we didn't know that was coming, we're not going to be like we're not going to be like oh oh he's going to kill his mom. What's going to happen? We know that she's not in the next movie. Like we know that they have to get rid of Leia somehow. Um, they have to whatever story they're telling for her, the story will have no further story. Yeah. So we know that happens. So this might be their way of starting to prepare us so that we we view it more as a this is a thing that's coming as opposed to a shock because the shock's not going to work. If they they like when they killed Han Solo, it was a shock. You're like you can't kill him. 
but we know that they I have mean, to I do. I saw that shit coming a mile away, though. I will. All right. So, yeah, me too. So, but, but but I guess my, my point, point is, my point is this. There's uh, two what ways... I think is the difference here, right, is that is that Harrison Ford is still alive. Yeah. So the, I think it's, it's more about like, yes, that's going to happen because it has to happen. There are two um, ways to we, deal and with. we don't want to just trigger you. Like, you know what I mean? In the middle. Yeah. Of the well, film. or the, it's or the opposite. Hard enough. Or the opposite, you know? like when they when they do, you know, let's say they did kill her with a, a surprise like they did with Harrison Ford. No one's going to be surprised. Nobody's going to have the shock because they all know everyone kind of knows it has to happen. There's another way to deal with that, though, which uh, there's a, a, a main character on Buffy who dies in the final episode of Buffy. I won't say who there are a few, but I won't say who um, I found out that that character died in the final season of Buffy at the very beginning of that season of Buffy. Um, and what that did is every time that character was in danger, I started going, Oh no, 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 no. This is the moment. This is a, so there's a way to go, okay, this is going to happen. You just don't know when that when it does happen, it enhances the experience. So it could be that since we know it's going to happen, maybe they're going, here's how it happens. And then when we see it lead up to it, instead of going, Oh no, is it going to happen? We go, this is it. And we, and it, there's a way to enhance our experience. And, you know, that's, you know, the people who are making these trailers do such a good job. These are the people who came up with Chewy were home. They know what they're doing. Um, yeah. So I that's trust. Why this is, this is clearly a, a much better, more compelling trailer. And I have a better idea of the story I'm going to see. And it looks like one. I And yet not too for. much. You know what? I heard yeah, no, not did... too much. Like I'm not clear. I'm not, I'm not positive on everything. Like I'm not like, this is going to happen. And then this is going to happen. And I'm like you, I don't like read up all the stuff on the internet. So like I, this is a, this is a very well-crafted trailer. Like there is enough to whet my appetite. There are enough of like, damn, what does that mean? Moments. Um, yeah. And Ooh, that was cool moments. Um, and, and beautiful shots. Like, seriously, that one with her when she's, like, training, 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 and then they have, like, that shot. It's the one that's, I think, the picture for the YouTube video where she's, like, it's, like, her head on with the, like, a, alongside a rock, like, with the, her lightsaber. Like, she's just, like, that's a fucking sweet-ass shot. And maybe well, that doesn't affect everybody the same way because oh. they're not, you know, in the film. <laughs> but um, there's, there are definitely, there are emotional beats to it. There's uh, conflict. And there's enough just enough to be like okay i have some idea of of what i'm gonna see but i now i really want to know what, what's gonna happen well we're gonna have a lot of time to talk about things coming up uh uh two months so that um like i said we got a hard out it's uh it's at the it's the hour mark okay. um and uh and thanks for tuning in with us we're gonna have lots more believe me lots of star wars talk lots of star trek talk it's a great time to be alive but for now my name is justin <laughs> trek off trek off bitches Hey, you know what makes us different than all those other podcasts you listen to? We have a movie. There's a movie of this podcast on Amazon Prime right now. Just go right now on Amazon Prime and go look. Check it out. Just search for it. There you go. There it is. Trek off. One word. Just search for Trek off on Amazon Prime or Amazon Instant Video if you want to rent it. If you don't have Amazon Prime as a subscription or if you want to buy the DVD, it's there on Amazon. But seriously, this podcast, you got all the way to the end. Now go watch us and give us reviews and tell the world, man, a podcast got me made into a movie, man. How cool is that? Go look it up and share it. Love you guys.